Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Elon Musk wants more outsourcing. Even Porsche thinks the Panamera is ugly and Kia has an image problem. But now let's get to the news. Okay, all you suppliers out in the audience, here's a tip on where to pick up some new business. Last week, I was at an industry conference where I got to interview Elon Musk. He had a lot of interesting things to say, and I'll be reporting on that all this week. You know, unlike other automakers, Tesla is quite vertically integrated. It makes a lot of components and subsystems in-house, but that is about to change. Musk told me, We don't want more insourcing, we want more outsourcing. He is specifically interested in suppliers who make electronic components and systems, but it sounds like just about everything is up for bid. Some suppliers tell me that Tesla just does not have enough production volume to interest them, but one carbon fiber molder said that Tesla would be perfect for his business. And speaking of suppliers, they look at NAFTA as one big market. They really don't differentiate much between production in the U.S., Canada, or Mexico. And NAFTA is on track for car sales to surpass 20 million units this year. Guess what? That makes NAFTA just as big as the Chinese market, especially because the NAFTA numbers does not include medium and heavy trucks, does not include buses, and does not include the little tuk-tuk type vehicles that are included in the Chinese numbers. China will ultimately pull ahead, but it's interesting to see how suppliers pretty much see both markets as being the same size. Last month, Cadillac announced it's going to rename its car with the letter CT, followed by a number, and when they announced the CT6, we knew more numbers were on the way. And now Cadillac's new president, Johan de Nyssen, confirms that the luxury brand will come out with a flagship model by the end of the decade called the CT8 or the CT9. Well, we got some good news and some bad news all about Kia. Let's start with the good news. Since 2007, the company's global brand value has skyrocketed 480% from about $930 million back then to $5.4 billion today. But despite that huge growth, the company still has a perception problem, at least in the United States. A recent report from ALG's brand perception of quality study for 2014, Kia ranked third to last amongst car brands, only ahead of Suzuki, which doesn't even sell cars in the U.S. anymore, and behind Daimler's smart brand. And here's another shocker. About 40% of the car buying public is not even aware of the brand. But here's the silver lining. That means Kia has a lot more upside potential. Hey, do you think the Porsche Panamera is ugly? Well, you're not the only one. Even the CEO of Porsche, Matthias Mueller, thinks so. When speaking with the European publication Motoring.com.au, Mueller admitted that small mistakes were made and that the styling really could be better. And he's referring to both the interior and exterior. Despite that polarizing design, though, the Panamera has been a big sales hit for Porsche. The next generation comes in 2016. The big problem, in our view, is that ungainly roof line. And that's going to take some serious tooling expenses to fix. 
You know, Ford's especially proud of its all-new 2.7-liter V6 that's going into the new F-150. Coming up next, we'll show you why it's so proud. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Last week on AutoLine After Hours, Gary was joined by Steve Gill, who's in charge of Ford's powertrains in North America. He stopped by to talk about the company's new 2.7-liter EcoBoost in the new F-150, and here's some of the details about that engine. So this is the block shown in white here, uh, and this underneath is the ladder frame. And they do come apart, but they act as a unit. And CGI is a very high strength iron, so it's about twice the strength of standard gray iron. So that's compacted so graphite iron. Compacted graphite iron, yeah, high strength. And one of the aims of the engine was to make it very compact, both in uh, width and particularly in length, so we can put it in you know, cars in east-west, but also in, in the other applications. So it's a, it's a high strength, and you can probably see how thin these, yeah. these are. Mm -hmm. um, but we didn't want to make the whole block out of that, so we've coupled it, and this is a unique design, coupled it with uh, an aluminium ladder frame, and they lock together, they're bolted together, and you get this beautiful high strength unit, and that's really good for um, the strength of the, the, uh, the engine, but also the refinements. You don't get radiated noise out of this. Hmm. So it is the first application of compacted graphite iron in a gasoline, a volume gasoline engine. We have used it in our power stroke diesels. We've also used it in some of our European diesels, but first application mm -hmm. here. And it, and it really gives us that compact shape and application. The next After Hours is all about the Acura TLX. We'll have the chief engineer and the car right here in the studio so you can get an insider's view of how they developed it. Anyway, that wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching.